Welcome back to the Mailin' Podcast. I'm your host, Dylan Shivery, coming to you live from the Lodge, back in the studio in Austin, Texas. Joining me today, uh, well, Sally's not here. I should probably address that first. She is uh, working right now, so filling in for her is our boy, Brett. What's going on, Dylan? I'm happy to be here. Dude, thanks Thank for you. joining us Thank today, man. Me. Call to the pulpen. I'm, I'm always here for you. Big day for you. Big day. Big. This first day back in the uh, studio podcasting. I'm, I'm Doesn't it feel so good? It's so much better than doing Man, virtual stuff. I missed it so much. It uh, We've talked about it on today's Circling Back, but uh, just the dynamic in here is just so much stronger. It's just nice to be able to look at people and talk. And and we you can kind of talk over somebody, but it's not as abrupt and jarring as, oh, as doing it online. I'm going to have nightmares about talking yeah. over and being talked over. <laughs> <laughs> um, producing this one is uh, is Will. What's up, Will? Recordy D back in the building. Great to be here. Excited to see what you guys cook up today. Let's do this. Recordy D. Recordy D. That's that's my <laughs> that's my producer name. <laughs> oh, wow. Boy. Like DJ Khaled's birth name is not DJ Khaled. Another one. That wasn't great. Dude, Recordy D has legs. I don't think it does. Spelled with an I. Recordy is spelled with an I at the end, like Cardi. Oh. What if DJ Khaled got that name because his name is like uh, like. Dustin, if, if if James DJ Khaled's name is Dustin, <laughs> it will be the greatest thing in the world. There's no way his name's Dustin, like, dude. Why is your like what? <laughs> There's just no way. Where your street cred just gone? <laughs> Dustin. No, no, he's is, he's Khaled Muhammad Khaled. That's a convenient name for like yeah. just like you know learning how to spell it as a little kid from New Orleans. I from know the that. Nola? Yeah, I did not know that. I feel Who? like DJ Khaled is he? Yeah. Okay. He's forty four too. That kind of surprises me. What's his What's his son's name? That uh, Assad. Assad, dude. Assad, dude. <laughs> Assad man. I, kid, I do love that kid. So pimp. He He is pimp. He's He's like kind of on the same pimp level as Parks. Honestly, I do yeah. love it when when DJ Khaled refers to himself as father of Assad. <laughs> <laughs> That's a tight. It's. I mean, dude. It, it puts. He's putting so much respect on his kid's name. It's just great. Can I Can I say something that's going to really expose me here to yeah. both of you? I don't know the difference between Puff Daddy, P Diddy, Master P. Puff Daddy and P Diddy are the same, same person. person. Okay. Yep. I believe his name is Sean Combs. Sean P Diddy Combs. Now that makes sense. Yeah. Okay. Uh, but he's he's gone through several names. Got it. Uh, okay. Puff Daddy, P Diddy, Diddy. I think I think now he's just Diddy. He tried to change it at, recently to Diddy something Tom? else. To something like ridiculous. Oh, that's right. We talked about this on the pod actually on Circling Back. Really? And it didn't stick. It was bad. Is Ron Artest still named Meta World Peace? It's hard to say. Good is, question. Is Chad Johnson still named Chad Ochocinco? Or did he go back to Johnson? Also hard to say. You see him, uh, he was playing corner on Stefan Diggs on, a, on that video. No. He looked pretty He looked pretty athletic, but Stefan, he still burned him on, a, on an out route. That makes sense. Yeah. yeah, I mean, he's been out the league for, what, five years now? Yeah. But he was, he, and he, he was played close, offense? Yeah, yeah. He was close enough to be like, oh, CJ still got it. I want to play him in FIFA so bad. He's good, right? He's really good, apparently. And on a good day for me, I think I think I can hang with the best. But I, I I've always wanted to play him just because he he is so good and he does hand people. As you guys saw on Twitter last night, I, I smoked a backer nine one. Apologies. Damn, man, I'm so bad at Call of Duty. I've I've tried to I've tried to dip my toe in a little bit. I'm just getting smoked, man. That's why I'm not doing it, Dylan. And it, might, it, it spikes my blood pressure. Like, it's it's so nerve-wracking playing that game, just being hunted by people. And then you, you think you're doing good, and, and suddenly someone just puts a, a, a bullet in your dome, and it's over. Yeah. Out of nowhere. Yeah, I hate it. I don't get it. 
can I come over and just play for like a, like a couple hours? Play time? all you want. Because I I've I've honestly I've gotten past my like desire for getting a PS4. I think I've I, I'm past in in quarantine that moment where I was like fuck I need to get one, but I do want to play. Come play. All right. I just I'm I'm a sniper though. I mean, come over tonight, play. <laughs> I mean, if I wasn't if Those I was going to be sniping. somewhere else, but like yeah. Oh, okay. Oh yeah, you got it. I forgot. You got a thing. You got a thing tonight. But yeah, let, like I'd love to play Call of Duty at your place. And it's fun, but it's it's just like I said, it's really nerve wracking. I don't like getting I don't like getting killed. You know. Yeah. What's your KD right now? It's not great. Okay. I'm usually good for one or two kills before I get smoked. Are you do you and then you play the game where once once you get smoked you're you're out? Well, there's the gulag situation. I don't know what these things are, Dylan. I, I didn't either until like a couple <laughs> days ago. But after you die, they pull you into the gulag, which is basically like an empty locker room situation. It's okay. you and one other guy and you have a gun and whoever survives gets it goes back goes <laughs> back into the game one more time. That has to be intense. <laughs> yes. <laughs> yeah, it's just like, all right, ready, it's a countdown, ready, set, go, and then you just that's wow. also extremely nerve wracking. Can yeah. I ask a dumb question? Yeah, hit us. So if you're good at one of those games, does that mean which I I guess I'm talking to two of the very wrong people here. Yeah. If you're good at those games, does that mean that you could just pick up Goldeneye now and just breeze through it? Probably not. Well, yeah. I mean it's it's different. I think it's a different. Okay, I'm just wondering. It just seems like things have evolved so far that this would be like day one stuff if you're just playing Goldeneye. I don't know. But I don't know either. I don't know. I don't know either. It's hard. I was pretty solid at Goldeneye once upon a time. I, I was decent. I, I could hold my own. Dude, the proximity mines, if you give me those, it's over for you. Really? It's just over. Yeah. I was pretty good at Halo, too. I, I wasn't, like, the best at Halo, but I wasn't a bad person to have on your You're squad. You're such an Xbox guy. No, I'm not. I have a PlayStation, dude. <sighs> you were such an Xbox I guy. wasn't. I, my buddy had an Xbox. I had a PS4, and then when I... Really? I think... Uh, yeah, I think my the so I me, I mixed that up. Randy actually called me out when I said that my freshman year roommate, the one that I moved out from, <laughs> I said that we were playing Halo and I had a PS4. Like yeah. that was obviously incorrect, okay. but uh, I think we had an Xbox in, in the in the mix there. So I got okay at it. The OG, not the 360, right? No, not the 360. Just OG, just the one with the controller that felt like you were Huge. holding like an actual computer in your Halo, hands. Spy Hunter, and Star Wars. Played a lot of that. Oh, I was all Halo and Medal of Honor. That's that was like Call of Duty before Call of I Duty. I forgot about that. Yeah. The release of Halo is is a momentous time for me because this video games passed me by. I was like I, I I don't know what I'm doing anymore, hmm. and it made me feel old and and out of touch with with the youths. Makes sense. Yeah, makes sense. And here I am. Can you fuck somebody up on like Super Smash though? You know what's weird? I have never once in my life played that game. Me neither. I've heard it's awesome. Hold never on. never once. Hold. I don't even I know. know I don't even know what system it's on. We're supposed to act like a little, you know, more aggressively emotional response for a podcast, but like, what the fuck? No, nah, yeah. yeah, I don't know. I, I don't know. It, it was never something my friends got into. Played. No, uh -uh. yeah, it was never something that my friends ever like. Really, I, I, I had a roommate who played it all the time, but to be honest, I thought it was kind of like I didn't really like him all that much, and so it didn't make me want to play with him. And they got really into it and would have people over, but I was always just like, yeah, I'm, I'm good. I feel okay. like I would have been good because I am good at Mario games. Huh. I'm not. I don't even know what to say. Like, as much as I love Mario Kart, I'm, I'm just not good at it. Mm -hmm. It's all right, Dylan. It's too bad. Anyway, we have a, <laughs> a mailbag to get to, folks. But before we that. do, the hotline number is 888-362-MAIL, M-A-I-L. That's 888-362-6245. You can also write in if you would prefer. There's a link in the Twitter bio, and that's at Mail and Podcast. 
Are you guys ready to jump in? We have six questions today. Kind of a shorter one. Uh, two of which are voicemails. You ready? I'm ready. Tight. Let's jump right in. First Will? question. It's a heater. Hey, Dylan, Brett, and Will. Love the pod. Keep pumping out the content. So I'm 27, and I'm in a relatively newish relationship, about seven months. I'm very, very happy with him, and we're very in love. Before this, I was single, and basically for the past eight years, I used to just hook up with a ton of people. I want to stay in this relationship, but there's still a part of my brain that when a hot person walks by, I think to myself, I want to sleep with them. The sex with my boyfriend is great, and now I'm pretty sure it stems from just sleeping with whoever I wanted for eight years prior, but how do I get past this part of my brain and stop thinking that? Hooked up with a ton of people over the past eight years, huh? I don't I don't know what to make of this question, really. I mean, it's... Like, ideally, you meet someone that you're so, you know, into that no one else matters, right? Right. So maybe she's just not as in love with this guy as she thinks she is. Um, then again, if this is her first relationship in all this time and it's, she says that it is, maybe she's still just not over that wild streak in her life. So yeah. So I could see it going both ways here. I think it's just human nature to find other people attractive. I don't think there's sure. ever, like, you can't just shut down that side of your brain. But if you're, like, feeling this sexual I don't know, temptation that's that's a little more aggressive I mean, maybe <laughs> you have to explore that a little bit um but yeah I, I think it's natural to find people attractive i think you have to make a distinction between like how bad yeah. you want to act on it i would be less concerned if she said that we've been together for four years like is that you know because yeah four years you know the, the sex it can get it can get uh you know monotonous and, and kind of not as exciting at that Man. point but seven months is not very long not very long also, you're right on the relationship thing. If it's her first one and since she was 19, yeah, that's uh, not a red flag, but you you might need to learn something else from another relationship before you're pulling trade on a life. Yeah, one. I don't know. It's no one. I mean, unless you're just like, I don't. It'd be very weird if you just stopped finding other people attractive in life. Like you can always look at somebody and say that you think they're good looking or not like that's just kind of something that you can always make that decision with but it sounds like she's just had such a wild streak for so long that's just going to take a little mindset change like she says she's very in love with the guy she did say very in love how do i this part of my brain to stop thinking that so she's like she wants to not think that i can't believe i'm saying this because like i i don't i i could never function in a way like this but maybe she's one of these people out there who just needs an open relationship like, I have never understood p those kind of people, and I've never really gotten why people go down that road. But there are so many people that do that kind of thing that she might just be one of those people. I'm not. Do I those relationships ever work out long term, though? I, I want to say no. I feel like one person would always end up getting mad about it. I brought up the show Easy the other day on Netflix, and there's a recurring episode about some people that have an open relationship. And all it did is make me realize, like, that, no, I don't think it could ever – I don't think, like, normal people could ever do that. Yeah. I don't see how, like, jealousy doesn't become a huge factor at some point. If, you know? if one – like, dating is not all, like, glamorous. And I think people that are in a relationship that decide to go to an open relationship, I always feel like they think that being single again is going to be like, oh, my God, first date, sleeping with people, going out and doing this stuff. But, like – when I go back to thinking about me dating, I was always just like, God, I just want to find someone that I want to be with for the rest of my life. This sucks. Yeah, I'm just trudging yeah. through it. I mean, that's that's why I have dated, just to find someone that you want. Like, oh, 
This yeah. is the person I want to stick around for a long ass time. Hundred mm-hmm. percent. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I just get the sneaky suspicion that maybe, since this is your first like relationship, in all this time, that maybe your feelings for him are not where you think they are at this point. It's very possible. And I don't know. Like I don't know what what to tell you. Like advice wise. Yeah. But maybe just consider the fact that this isn't your forever situation. You're a hundred percent right. Yeah. You gotta consider if it's your first one. You you gotta. I don't I don't say got because some people just do know right away. Mm-hmm. But that's the thing. If you know, you know. And if you don't, maybe it's because if you're very in love with this dude after seven months, you don't want to sleep with anybody else. Right. There's a bunch of dudes out there right now. They're like counting on their fingers. Like, when did I start dating her? <laughs> <laughs> Wait, I got her into circling back like seven months ago. Oh no. Oh no. Oh no. <laughs> Damn, I don't think that's what she wanted to hear. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I mean, hey, you're not always going to get the, the answer you want. We keep it real here. Yeah. We're always going to do that. Yeah. Let's talk contacts, though, man. Dude, let's talk contacts. And we're not talking about just, like, touching people. We're talking about the things you put in your eyes. Aveo. Dude, Aveo. You know daily contact lenses are easy and convenient, which are two things we all need right now. Working from home, staring at screens, chasing kids around in the yard all day. Wouldn't it be nice to have a nice and comfortable technologically advanced contact delivered to your door. Sure would. Sounds well, like it. Sounds great to me. Uh, pretty much right now, I want everything delivered straight to my door. I don't want to go out and have to do anything. Aveo, luckily for us, provides advanced, super hydrating, all-day comfortable daily contacts and affordable price delivered right to your door. So no more buying crazy expensive boxes of contacts in bulk. It's the only subscription contact lens company that offers both regular daily contacts and daily torque contacts for astigmatism. Uh, Brett, can you you have you have someone in your life who uses Aveo regularly? I do. A uh, significant other of mine, Caroline, uh, she is a huge fan of Aveo. She is re-upped on her Aveo. Ooh, how about that prescription? But she's she's re-upped on the offer, um, and loves them as comfortable as they get. And she says they're great. She's she's fallen asleep. I don't think I'm allowed to say this. She fell asleep in them. Woke up, they were fine. Wow. Yeah. Wow. I've always I've always like felt bad for people who like wake up and they're like oh i didn't take my contacts out last night uh i'm like i don't even know how what is, yeah what does that feel like it's just super dry sticks to your eyeballs yeah like super dry it's like sleeping with something in your eye all night oh okay not great I, yeah. i've never done it myself but from what i've heard <laughs> dude this is why do you know daily contacts are the most hygienic option no need for cleaning solution or storage cases and things that can harbor bacteria this sounds great as a as a temporary glasses guy Aveo is like the one thing that's making me think like, okay, maybe this, maybe getting contacts wouldn't be that big of a deal. But because Aveo manufactures and ships their own contacts, there aren't any third-party markups. Plus, here's another reason to give them a try. They're donating a portion of all sales to Direct Relief, providing masks, gloves, and other protective gear to our healthcare heroes. They're offering our listeners the best deal they have anywhere. Get a 10-day trial pack for a dollar. That's just one dollar at aveovision.com slash mail-in. That's A-V-E-O vision.com slash mail-in for your 10-day trial pack for $1. You're not going to get this deal anywhere else. Go to aveovision.com slash mail-in. Good stuff. Uh, let's do a voicemail, Will. Let's do it. I got to cue this one up, so I'm going to kill some uh, kill some airtime by hey, just man. talking into the mic right now and just doing it. But it's here we go. Good, player. Hey, Melon Crew. Uh, just got a question. Uh, so we stopped and got coffee on our drive home yesterday. Me and my girlfriend uh, had about an hour and a half drive. We get home, and I see her at the microwave. And I'm like, babe, what are you doing? And this psychopath is warming up her gas station coffee from an hour and a half prior. I don't know. 
I just thought it was super weird. Wanted to hear y'all's thoughts. Also, uh, you know, we did go through San Marcos, and I wanted to check out the campus, and I saw a forerunner at the Zeta house with a golden retriever puppy uh, locked in there, and the windows <laughs> rolled up, and I just surely know that Wash Media doesn't support animal abuse. Wanted to make sure it wasn't Dorn. All right. Love you guys. Yeah, surely that was uh, some some other guy with a forerunner and a golden retriever puppy, because that wasn't me, sir. Um <laughs> incriminated this, this coffee in the microwave thing i do this all the time and every time i do it i ask myself if i'm being weird when i do it wow but i mean i make i make like a, a big pot in the morning i usually get through about two-thirds of it and so i have some left over and sometimes late afternoon i want another cup of coffee so i'll just pour it in a, in a mug and i'll throw in the microwave and i'll hit the little 30 second button three times minute and a half boom and it, it tastes fine is it weird no, my this actually brings me back. My mom used to do this all the time okay. with her coffee, and I always thought it was weird. That she did, <laughs> but you do the you do the thirty second button. You just hit it three times, and it, yeah. and it adds up. Yeah, what? Yeah. You didn't know that? No, what? Yeah, if, if it's if it's but, if it's not if you can't cook something in thirty second intervals, then it, it's not for me. Yeah, I totally agree. Yeah, even yeah. if something is like oh for a minute fifteen, it's like nope, I'm pressing it three times in a row. You know how 30. you know how you can see like the wear buttons on your on your microwave or like the the smudge marks. No, you're, you're... My my time cook button <laughs> is completely clean. I never use it. Yeah, it's just thirty seconds. Thank you. I do the yeah. exact same thing, Dylan. I do the exact same thing. Yeah, come on. I don't you like, didn't know like, that. No. That's funny. I don't oh, like microwave stuff. Like... Really? Well, okay. I I have no reason for this. Like I'm not one of those people that thinks like microwaving stuff's gonna kill you. There are certain things I won't microwave, styrofoam, plastic containers, things like that. I'll put everything on like a plate. Metal. Metal. Like I just styrofoam, yeah. can you even microwave that? I don't think so. Okay, yeah. So but like I've seen people do that and I'm like, that seems gross. But like I I can't do super hot liquid anyway. So reheating something is just never something in my wheelhouse. I like have to wait ten minutes for my coffee or tea to cool down and then I just pretty much pound it until it's gone. I, that's all I do. It's weird coming from a guy who's like obsessed with ice water. You like one extreme, but you don't like the other. Yeah, I love ice water. Ice water is the best drink on on planet Earth. But hot, like too hot of a liquid, I just can't do it. And putting it in the microwave, that's just asking me to burn my tongue a second time. I do my coffee as hot as I can, as hot as as I can handle it, to, to where it doesn't burn me. I, I think this was like an early childhood thing for me. I don't think my parents served yeah. me like piping hot food <clears throat> as a kid. Like it was always like warm, but not like yeah. super hot. Cause I just have an extreme sensitivity to yeah. hot liquids. I can't do it. Having said what I said about me heating, like reheating up coffee. I don't think I would do this with gas station coffee. Um, but some gas station coffee is actually really good. Some places do it really well. Some like nicer Valeros, for example, will do a really good coffee. Yeah. So I, I would probably do that, but just basic Seven Eleven coffee. That that just I'm pouring that down the sink. I'm not gonna I'm not gonna reheat that. I'll just make my own pot at that point. Is it weird that I'm more apt to reheat tea in the microwave than coffee? I just feel like that's less weird than coffee. I don't know why. I don't do hot tea, so I can't really relate to this one. Okay. I just think it, maybe it's. Like I don't a, think both are that weird. Yeah. Like, yeah I don't, I don't think this I think is weird at all. Coffee's weirder than tea to me for some reason. So my buddy did hit me up one time, and he was like, "This is." He's like, "Am I being weird right now?" He's like, "I just I got a I got iced coffee." This morning from a coffee shop and he's like and i kind of drank some of it and forgot about it all day but he put milk in it and he's like i'm about to drink this iced coffee four hours later in my office is it weird that this milk has just been sitting on my desk for four hours and now i'm about to drink it and i was like well you just ruined i you just ruined milk and coffee for me because now i'm like <laughs> wait yeah i can't let that sit around for more than yeah, like you 20 minutes you can't yeah. let milk get room temp for too long uh, it becomes gross and i was like yeah 
I, I've probably done this a million times and never even thought about it. Dude, that's, your gut biome's big time. Who was gassing up their gut biome? Oh, Adrian Grenier. Yeah. What was he doing? He's gassing up his gut biome. Did you see his Instagram post? Uh-uh. Okay, this is worth pulling. Who's up. flexing their gut biome Adrian publicly? Gr- Dude from Entourage. He, I think he's kind of weird. <laughs> he's not kind of weird. He's a very he's a very weird dude. So he posted it on Instagram yesterday. He's wearing uh, one of the worst shirts I've ever seen, and he's got a full Will DeFreeze beard. So shouts to him. And his caption for this this photo, where he looks like he's he's in Austin for it. He appears to be looking out the window of an Uber like longingly. It just says, "I'm so deeply satisfied right now, contemplating my gut biome and the nature of existence." Did you know that by mass, our bodies are mostly bacteria and fungi in empty space? We evolved in harmony with these parasites. And then he just goes on in this long thing. <laughs> it's like, dude, what? That's weird. I have a theory that he he went so hard on the entourage thing that now he's like, I got to flip the script about my perception. People think I'm a douchey L.A. actor. I need to go the exact opposite direction. He has a house here, right? In yeah. In Austin. Pretty yeah, sure th- he does. This, he yeah. tagged this as being in Austin, so he's here. I feel like sneaky more people... Then we realize do have an Austin spot. Yeah. I mean, he's fully here right now. I'm going through his Instagram right now, and he posted three days ago from here. Like, he's just, he's in Austin. That's tight. <laughs> so, uh, what, like, who else? Not many people can get away with posting something like that. Like, if, if one of our friends did that, we would, we would think something was seriously the matter. I know? think my next Instagram, which I'm still just like so desperate to get off, I have not gotten one off since early March. Uh, I think I might just copy and paste this exact caption from him. <laughs> I think you should. Dude, did you see the Instagram took down my, my most recent thirst trap pics? What? Yeah. Are you serious? No, Dude, I, shut up. No, fuck you. I archived it. Why'd you archive what? it? You went, I, don't want, I don't want it up there right now. I'm sorry. Every Come time on. I would log, like, like hop on Instagram, I'm like, oh, I forgot Dude. my pictures are still up. Boo. It made me uncomfortable. Boo. I might, I might let them reemerge when, when they're buried like on the second or third row. Weak. So weak. Weak. I know. You pansy. I know. I, I just I got tired of them being <laughs> readily available for anyone who wanted to go look uh, at them. I see. That was doing numbers, though, dude. Yeah, I know. Whatever. I know. I'm sorry. You want this next question? Yeah, we might as well. All right. This isn't a question, but I need to pay, place to flesh this out. My roommate is proposing to his girlfriend this weekend, two weeks after buying the ring. I've asked some basic questions like, did you hint to your girlfriend that she needs to get her nails done? Have you asked her dad's permission? Have you told your family? Will there be an engagement celebration post-corona? Did you hire a photographer? Do you have any other way to capture the moment? Each one of these questions has not only been met with no's, but looks like I was being the crazy one. Have you ever heard of something be- or someone being so oblivious to social norms around such a big event in their life? This is funny. I mean, some of these things I think you don't I mean you don't have to have a photographer there, and you don't have to have like a post-engagement celebration, although it's it's become kind of customary these days. Those things are kind of optional. The other things aren't optional, though, like... You got you to gotta run it by the parents, mm-hmm. yours and them. You've got to ask permission from her parents, of course. T- tell your family what's going on, that kind of thing. You have to do, in my opinion. Um, this guy's just totally clueless, and it's funny. I almost It's almost endearing how clueless he is. Yeah. It's just kind of like, oh, like he's going to ask his girlfriend to marry him. Maybe, maybe they're both just like clueless. Don't, I don't know. Don't care. Yeah. He's just like, yeah, whatever. I mean, I think the idea of getting permission from the family is like this archaic kind of like stupid idea. Yeah. But that is the norm. Mm-hmm. And even if that will go away as our generation starts to you know get older and not maybe have that kind of idea, 
that might go away. But I also think that you do it not because you're actually asking for permission. You're just doing it so you're not hated by the parents because it's normal for them to yeah. expect that. And so you just kind of have to do that kind of yeah. thing. Yeah, I mean, do. no offense. Like, had Sally's dad said no, you would still still do it. Like, I'm sorry, but I love Sally and I'm going to marry her. So I don't that we're going to have to have evolving conversations after that. Yeah. Luckily, he didn't yeah. say no. It, it's a courtesy more than anything. Yeah. It's not yes. you, it, like asking for, for permission is not really how it should be. Phrased. I don't even know if I phrased it like that. I, don't, I think I might have just said, uh, I, I'd like to ask your blessing. daughter to marry me, and I want your blessing. Yeah, and, blessing mm-hmm. is, is, a, is a better way of putting it. And then he and I had dinner. Cause Cause it's because it's, it's not up to him yeah. at yeah. the end of the day. Yeah. He, luckily for me, he had already gone through this with uh, like twice. And so I think when it came to me, he was like, all right, I've done this. I, I'm comfortable. I know what to do. And everything went super smoothly, and I never felt that nervous about it. Or I did feel extremely nervous, but <laughs> he made it easy on me because he could sense my nervousness. Yeah. yeah. But, like, I do think the idea of asking parents is kind of stupid, but you have to do it. You have to do it. Let me – I'll flip it around. I bet you he – like, if you're a dad and you have a daughter, think about – like, that's a cool moment for you. Yes. To be, yeah. like, asked yeah. by your, your daughter's boyfriend at the time to be like, okay. You it's can, upstanding. It's respectful. Yeah. Like, I, I want – my future daughter, if I have one, to I want her boyfriend to ask me. I think that's cool. It builds a relationship with yeah. you and the father as well. Like one time, I I don't remember who this was, but one time they told me that like the, when a buddy of mine proposed, he's like it's the first time that he had spoken to me like a son rather than an outsider that was like dating his daughter. Yeah, that's and cool. I was like, see, that's nice. Yeah. That's great. Although if I'm if I'm one of these dads on the Bachelor, <laughs> Bachelorette, whatever, and some some jackass who's known my daughter for, for a month is like, yeah, I, you know, I'm dating two other people, but I, I do, <laughs> I, if it comes to it, can I have your blessing? I don't know how I, how I could say yes. No, different scenario. I don't right? know how I can say yes. No, that'd yeah. be weird. Yeah, I'd be, weird. I'd be the dad on there that's just like, yeah, don't ask me that question on camera. Yeah, that's. <laughs> I don't think this guy needs to have a photographer. I don't think he <laughs> no. needs to have a way to capture hey. the moment unless that's important to them, which it might. The thing is, he needs to see, he needs to know if it's important to her because if she wants the moment captured, yep. he, she's got to yeah. do it. Sally and I had already previously talked that having the moment captured wasn't of the utmost importance, and I did videotape it myself, but had the videotaping been more difficult to do in the scenario, I would have ditched it. I almost did ditch it just because I was too nervous. Yeah. And so I was like, I was almost just going to disregard it, but yeah. luckily I got it done. Every couple's different. So, I mean, plan it out to to how it's going to be the most special for you guys, mm-hmm. and don't take other people into consideration as much. It's all about, like, what's she going to like you said, what's gonna make her the happiest? Do yeah. it. Do it that way. With like the uh, like the nails thing, did you did you guys be like, hey, get your nails done type of thing? <clears throat> no. Um, after I proposed, uh, we I had a a party planned later that evening, so we had like a two hour window. Okay. And in that two hour window, we went clothes shopping. I said, go pick out something to wear tonight to a uh, okay. to a, a special cool. event or like, I didn't. Give her the full details of what was going to happen, but I said we're going to look nice, so let's go. Let's go buy. Oh, that something. was prior to the engagement. Before the no, that was after the engagement. Before the engagement party, so there's yeah, a two okay. hour window gotcha, there. Gotcha, gotcha. Oh, okay. Yeah. So That's you didn't. So you were like. And I said, I said, give me your phone. I didn't let her have her phone, so she couldn't tell people what was going on. Oh. She oh. Had, I couldn't trust other people not to like spill the beans and all that. So. Oh, so you were surprising the rest of the. No, I was surprising. Everyone knew what was going on. Okay. Ever knew that I was that I was proposing earlier in the day, and when I bring her over that night, it was at my my mom and, and uh, stepdad's house at the time. Yep. Um, 
they knew that when we walk in, we were going to be engaged, but she didn't know the extent of what was going on. Gotcha. Okay. Yeah. yeah. Gotcha. Somebody told me I should have Sally do that. I did not do that. <laughs> she she did freak me out though because an hour before I proposed, she was I was sitting on the couch there and I was internally losing my mind, and she was over there doing her own nails, and I was sitting there like, okay, does she know what's happening? And I started really freaking when she started doing her nails. That's when I really started freaking out because I was like, okay, she knows. Like, should I just get this over with and just like do it right now? But she had no no clue. But wow. like, I don't know. Yeah, to this guy. If this guy's going to be an idiot about it, let him be an idiot about it. But maybe just – there. I think there are a couple things. Like the parent thing, you should probably tell him, like, dude, you got to yeah. talk to the His parents. family, the, her, his girlfriend's family, hopefully it all works out, but you got to you, you gotta give some heads up. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Can we talk about Shippo real quick? Oh, yeah. Dude, for e-commerce businesses, shipping in two days or less is a new standard. As a growing business, how can you keep up? Well, I got news for you. Introducing Shippo. Your business's new secret weapon. Shippo is the only shipping software for growing businesses that you can start today, set up in minutes, and then ship today. Because they ship hundreds of millions of packages, Shippo's volume discounts save you up to 90% off carrier rates. I don't want people to think that we're underselling this. Part of the best thing about like Shippo is the reduced rates that you're getting. It's not only more convenient to like print this stuff and do that kind of thing, but getting those reduced rates that you wouldn't get other places, it's kind of essential. And if you're shipping a lot, that adds up fast. Uh, yes, very fast. And even if you're not shipping a lot and you're just doing it, like why not just pay less and have a more convenient service? All you have to do is connect your online store to Shippo. No <clears throat> coding or technical expertise required. They will instantly identify the lowest shipping rates from 55 plus top global carriers like UPS, USPS, FedEx, and DHL. And then your orders are automatically pulled and ready to go. Just click print and ship. How easy does that sound? Boom. So easy. Companies that use Shippo save thousands of dollars, free up hours of valuable time, and on average, average grow 77% year over year. Woo! You, you got to join the 100,000 companies like Goat, Hims, MeUndies, who are saving up to 99% off carrier rates with Shippo. For our listeners, they are offering the best discount available anywhere. Get a shipping consultation and Shippo Pro Plan six-month trial for free at goshippo.com slash mail-in. That's a $700 value, all for free, at goshippo.com slash mail-in. Go right now and get your shipping consultation and Shippo Pro Plan six-month trial for free at goshippo.com slash mail-in. Boom. Ooh. Love it. Let's hop into a voicemail. Let's do it again. I do not have this queued up. I'm, my producing game right now is lacking, but here Sorry, we go. Fam. What's up, Dylan? Guest of the week. I just pulled off the jackhammer breakup, which, in case the listeners don't know, is when you don't want to break up with a girl, so you just be the shittiest version of yourself until she ends it. Is this a trash move? I mean, it's obviously a trash move, but, like, is there there situations where this is acceptable? Thanks, guys. I didn't know this was called a jackhammer breakup. I like it, though. I learned something new today. Um, I tried to give this guy, like, the benefit of the doubt and give him a a totally fair assessment here. So I tried to, like, see things from all angles, and I was just trying to go over scenarios in my head to where this would be an appropriate thing to do, and I can't think of a single one. Can't find a single one. This is a, a total shit bag move. Yep. Total shitbag move. Think, it's not only her. Think of her friends. Think yeah. of her parents. Think of her 
it's like ruining a reputation. Like what? What are you you're, doing? You're toast. You can't come. You're not. You you can't. Not only can you not go around one person for the rest of your life, you can't go around like hundreds of people based on the like, network. Why doesn't he want to be the one to do it? Is he just scared of having that conversation? Or what's going on here? It doesn't want to be like the bad guy. Yeah. But you you end up being even more of a bad guy by just acting like a total shitbag. Have you ever been with a girl who pretty much like did not accept the breakup? <clears throat> um, been with a girl who it, it took like several, like no, really, like it's not <laughs> it's not gonna happen type of thing. Yeah, I dealt with that once. Yeah, and huh. it was a girl who she I knew there was no long term future. We dated for a bit. And she just refused to accept the fact that, like, no, I've made my decision. We are, we do not have a future together. And it took so many conversations. And I don't think I knowingly got to the point where this guy is of, like, intentionally being a shithead. But I got to the point where I was like, I can't handle this in a way that is, like, amicable. Yeah. And so I just started getting, like, sloppy with myself. I was like, all right, yeah, go do whatever the fuck you want. Like, okay. And it just, like, it was such a toxic situation that it's like... I, but I didn't know where to turn because she just didn't want to let the relationship die. Yeah, I could see, I could see, uh, how you let like this, the idea of this creep into your head if you're trying to end it with someone who's just not letting it happen. Like I don't know what else to do. Like I'm, I'm, I'm not gonna take you on dates anymore and like be this gentleman to you. Like I'm gonna treat you, not like shit, but like treat you like I don't want to be with you, basically. Yeah. But still, I mean, it's not the move. It's not the move. No, you can't intentionally go in with this strategy. I've been with a girl that I I wanted to break up with and didn't know how. And it was just kind of like, but luckily we're saved by like the mutual kind of petering out mm-hmm. of, a, of a natural like, all right, we're good. But it, it, it saved that. I think it saved that conversation that you had, Will, where it's like, uh, no, like we're done, done. Yeah, the final conversation we had was like her just screaming at me and I had to be I had to be rude because I'd tried handling it well so many times before. It was this is all in the span of like 5 days. It was just a <laughs> brutal week. And uh I just remember the last conversation was just her like unloading on me and me just being like is that is that everything? Like clearly now you, like you're so mad at me, clearly you can't rebound from this and it was like, "All right, yeah, we're done. It's over." Wow. Not friendly today. <laughs> I wouldn't think so. Yeah. No. Not unfriendly, but not friendly today. I don't know. Yeah, you can't intentionally go in with that strategy. No, this has to be no. like a def- – you have to just like – if you get to that point, it better just be because like you're so beaten down that you have nowhere else to turn. Can't be yeah. doing that. I, 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 I wonder like what kind of behavior he's he's turned to, to to make himself like undateable to this girl. What if he's just know? trying to do it physically and he's just like eating everything inside trying to get fat and he has to undo <laughs> yeah. it all? I just don't think that's that's long term. That's yeah, the answer. This is just not the way to handle this situation. No, just break it off, dude. Yeah, yeah. You'll learn a lot about relationships if you just break it off immediately, rather than trying to make her do it. No one likes having the conversation. It sucks. I get it. I kind of like. I've only been dumped once, like dumped by a girlfriend once. Like okay. I've had girls that I was like kind of talking to break it off with yeah. me, but I've only been dumped, dumped once, and I kind of like that. Like, yeah, I don't I know what it feels like. It sucked, but I got OK at, you know, being able to break things off amicably. I was I was dumped and then four years later received a 17 page letter from said dumper. And so <laughs> what? <laughs> 17? Yes. Yeah, Handwritten? Uh, comic Sans typed to look comic like Sans. To, got- not comic, but like the type that looks like handwritten. <sighs> wow. Yeah. 
Yeah. What was the gist of? Can you share like what was? The, uh, I made a mistake. We need to get back together. Four years, you said. Four years. Yeah. Sheesh. She's just been thinking on that bread shit for years. a while, huh? Yeah. Sorry, girl. I've never had that happen to me. <laughs> <laughs> Seventeen pages. <laughs> oh, you guys ready for the next one? Yeah. Hey, all. Love the pod, Avi. Huh. I'm 26 and I've been dating an older 34 guy for about five months. When we started dating, he was getting divorced and had been separated for about seven months. He has a young daughter, three years old. In part because of Corona, I haven't met her yet, but more so we had just started dating pre-quarantine. And now, even though we've been together for five months, a lot of that hasn't been <clears throat> under normal circumstances. My friends and th sister think it's weird that I haven't met his daughter yet, but to me, I'm not ready yet. While we talk about his daughter all the time, I personally don't want to meet her until I feel confident that this is a long-term thing. I don't want to confuse her and be in slash out of her life, especially while she adapts to her parents' divorce. Dylan, any advice for when it's appropriate to meet someone's child and how to handle this encounter? Any advice in general on how to handle the situation? It's my first serious relationship after college and IDK, if I'm being too cautious. She deserves a standing ovation, first of all. I was she is say, handling this wow. so well. Um, I'm impressed. Uh, there is nothing weird about what you're doing. Five months is not a long time. And at three years old, look, I, I've done this, right? Obviously, this question is, is much more geared toward me instead of you two guys. Um, I have introduced Parks to girls who are no longer in his life, and it stinks. He doesn't get it. it it's hard because, I mean, after after the we were no longer talking, after we broke up, I guess, he would be like, hey, uh, I want to hang out with so-and-so. And I'm like, it's it's weird to, ha to tell a three- or four-year-old like, not only can we not hang out with this person, but you're never going to see this person again. Like, it's just weird, and it's not yeah. fair. He he gets confused, and it's like, what? Why? Why can't we? Why can't we talk to this person anymore? Like, I had fun with her, or whatever. It's just not comfortable, right? And so, yes, what you want to do is wait until you're confident that this is going to be a long-term relationship. Um, that's when it when you think like, okay, this is the person I'm going to be with for a, a long time. That's when it's okay to to meet the kid because they're so impressionable um, and you don't want people in and out of their lives because I mean, when they're that young dealing with like parents who are split up, it's hard enough on a kid, right? Mm -hmm. They have two homes and all that, but to have these people, they, they get attached and they have people in and out of their lives like that. It's not cool. Um, I think you're doing a great job. Five months is not a long time at all. Now, let me ask you this. What if the guy is like, hey, you should meet my daughter, and she's not ready yet. Do you, if you're the girl, are you like, you still got to, you got, you got to speak up, speak okay. your mind, be like, look, I'm not, I'm not ready for that yet. And it's if a, he, it's, it's a big thing. Yeah, and he could be like, oh, that's totally cool. Like whenever you're ready, yeah. or the other end of it would be, would be bad. But yeah, make sure, make sure that this is person is going to be in your life for a while before you do that. And and look, I, I'm speaking from experience. I've made the mistake. I, I introduced Parks to someone who I thought was going to be in his life for a very long time. Didn't work out, and I had to explain it to him. And it was a little bit little bit weird. Can I ask um, a question about just kids? Yeah. Three years old. Are You, you don't remember stuff? Is that you're what say? are you doing at three years old? Like what? Yeah, how much would you remember of this person at three years old? Do you know I what's going know. on if your parents are separated? Do you know at three years old that like, you're in a different situation than other people? I, I don't know. Because I don't know, but I can tell you that at three years old, Parks would remember these people months and months after the fact. Okay. And be like, when are, are we going to see what's her name again? Okay. Because, yeah, I was thinking, like, I yeah. mean, they've, these, these people have been dating for half a year. This kid's three years old. 
So you've essentially been dating this person for one sixth of their lives. Yeah. Like that's a long period of time right. for just that small little human. So right. like you're going to be one of the people in their lives that's like a prominent figure because they haven't yeah. come in contact with that many people yet. Yeah. If I ask if I ask Parks if he remembers these like the girl's name, he'll be like, oh yeah, I remember her. Mm-hmm. So he he know he's aware of what's going on. I don't know how much of it he recalls, but he's definitely aware of of the of the people still. Another thing I'm gonna throw in there. Is and this works out for my ex and I, so I don't know if it works out for everybody. We have a, a pretty good relationship, so um, but we have this mutual agreement, uh, to where if I'm going to introduce Parks to someone or if she's going to introduce Parks to someone, I have to meet him first, mm-hmm. or she has to meet whoever I'm dating first before they can meet Parks. I and told it, someone about that. I think that I think they were facing a similar situation, yeah, or they could be in the future. And I told someone about that agreement that you had, and they loved it. Yeah, no, it was just great. Cool. That's a very, very cool thing to do. Yeah, it, it's you know, it's just a respect thing, and again, we get along really well, so it's it's easy for us to do stuff like this. So I I, I know we're lucky in that regard. Um, but Lauren, so Lauren's been around Parks. She actually met Parks before Dallas, but that our situation was a little different because she lives so far away, and it took until actually she she just met Dallas um, a week and a half ago. Oh really? For the wow. first time. Oh, I did not realize. Yeah, that. and that was that was the first really chance because she doesn't spend much time in Austin. Obviously, and when she does come down here, she's she's in and out real fast. And so this is the first time that they could actually link up. So this was a little bit different, but we still had the standing rule in place. You know, got to meet significant others before they meet the kid. I've never been in that situation of having to meet a kid like that, but it's a lot of pressure on the on the the person that emailed in. Like that's a lot of pressure on them. Yeah. And I don't think I don't think her sister and friends are really taking into account that like, yeah, if this pans out, I'm a she's going to be this kid's mom. Sure. And like that's it's that's a big deal. Heavy stuff. It's a big deal. It's a, especially heavy stuff when it's your first like big relationship after college. Yeah. Yeah. Like you, that's this could be the rest of your life in front of you. So yeah, it, having hesitations and concerns is to, it seems totally normal. So the guy's 34, she's 26. Um, it always made me a little bit insecure to. Like start dating someone who did not have a kid mm-hmm. because I don't know if they're going to be okay with it long term because you're, I'm not asking you to like be with me long term. It's me and this kid. You're basically like you got to be a stepmom of sorts uh, in the long run. Like is that that's a big that's a big thing to take on. Are you sure you want to like sign up for this? Can I ask you a question? Yeah. I know you you're, you haven't been big on dating apps for a while now. Mm-hmm. When did you use dating apps for a little bit? To date, a yeah. while ago. Yeah. Did you put a photo of Parks in your photos? Yeah. Did, did. Was that with the intention? Did you have any intentions of having that serve a purpose? Or was it just like, well, this is a damn good photo of me and my kids in it? Yeah. I, 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 it was very intentional to okay. use a picture of him. If um, you look at you in Parks, you can kind of tell. Like, yeah. Yeah, that's yeah. his dad. Yeah. Um, I even I think I even at one point put in like the little bio section like yes that's my kid just yeah. so people know they know what they're getting involved in i'd be i'd be sketched out by a girl if i was on a dating app and she did not and she had a kid and she did and not she did not it. confront it until like later i'd be like what so you were clearly hiding your kid on yeah. this public platform yeah so you're like weird about it that would be a major turnoff some me. some people just aren't into that and that's fine like it is and it wouldn't offend me if i'm like talking to a girl and she's like uh by the way you have a son i'm not really comfortable dating someone who has a kid no big deal. I yeah. get it. It's not for everyone. I can't expect everyone to want to take all that on. So it's cool. I don't take offense to it. Move on to someone who's okay with it. That's yeah. it. 
Chest to this girl, though. That's the, yeah, yeah, dude. Very, that's a mature. She, she should, be, mature. she should be answering questions instead of uh, <laughs> us sometimes. <laughs> yeah, dude, we got an exciting new sponsor on board. New sponsor Ooh. alert. New sponsor alert. Blue Chew. Dude, you guys heard of this Bluetooth stuff? Uh, yeah. It's naughty. It's real naughty. Oh. Guys, remember the days when you just we we're always ready to go? <laughs> oh yeah. I sure as hell do. No, <laughs> I'm just a, I'm just a sack of nothing. Look, we're getting older, man. Uh, you got you got to think about this kind of stuff. It's not always it's not always uh easy to get into the sexy time. I'm know? not gonna, I'm not going to get too much into my personal experience, but like sure. I never thought that like you would you know I never thought that some of those you know sexual feelings would diminish as you get older. We're not 18 anymore, Will. No, we're not. But now, <laughs> you can increase your performance and get that extra confidence in bed. So listen up. BlueChew.com. That's blue like the color blue. Okay? Oh, Got okay. it. Yep. Got it. Yep. BlueChew brings you the first chewable with the same FDA-approved active ingredients as Viagra and Cialis. You okay. can take them anytime, day or night, even on a full stomach. And since they're chewable, they work up to twice as fast as a pill. So you can be ready whenever the opportunity arises. It could benefit from... I mean, if you could benefit from more confidence where it counts, Blue Chew is the fastest and easiest way to enhance your performance. It's Blue Chew is prescribed online by licensed physicians, so you don't have to go to the doctor's office or wait in line at the pharmacy. See, that's the key here. Yeah, and it's just right to your door in a discreet package. You don't have to go in anywhere and, and deal with the embarrassment of like ta- looking to a doctor face-to-face and telling them what your issues are. It's online. It's tight. I mean, word on the street that these things taste pretty damn good. Ooh. Pretty, pretty good. <laughs> Made in the USA and since Bluetooth prepares and ships direct, they're cheaper than a pharmacy. No awkwardness. So you don't even have to leave the house right now. We've got a special deal for our listeners. Visit Bluetooth.com and get your first shipment free when you use our special promo code MAILIN. And all you have to do is pay $5 for shipping. Love that. Again, that's B-L-U-E-Chew.com. Promo code MAILIN. Try it for free. Bluetooth is the better, cheaper, faster choice. And we thank them for sponsoring this podcast. And remember, when you support our sponsors, you help make this podcast possible. So please make sure to go use our promo code MAILIN at BlueChew.com. We have one final question. Let's just get right into it. Let's do it. Hello, members of the MailIn podcast. That's a very tactical way of addressing everybody. Mm-hmm. I think so, too. I've always wondered, do you ever do you change the names based on who's in here? Uh, I have been known to do that. Because I felt special a few weeks in a row, and I was like, oh, man, people are addressing me. And then I was like, yeah, they're uh, definitely Dylan, not. Dylan, just the first one addressed Brett. No yeah. one knew Brett was going to be on here today. No, no one had not even idea. Not even me. No. <laughs> <laughs> uh, well, this person says, uh, hello, members of the MailIn podcast. I'm going to a rescheduled wedding this fall. My ex will most likely be there. We broke up last fall and haven't seen each other since with minimal contact. I think she has a new boyfriend, but not sure if he'll be there. We're both 28 and I'm, see- and I'm not seeing anyone, so I'll be riding solo. Things are cordial, but I still want to flex her, flex on her at this wedding if possible. <laughs> Any suggestions? New suit? Should I find a date? Thanks. You got to flex, man. You, you got to have to, have to flex. You got to look better than that boyfriend. Flex. You have to flex. Dude, go sit out in the sun. Get, get a nice, get some color. Get a fresh, a fresh fade. Um, if you don't have a, a well-fitting suit, it is important that you have a tailored suit. Yes. Maybe, is this rude? Maybe drop like seven to eight pounds. Yeah, maybe like, yeah, like de- dehydrate yourself yeah. ahead of this wedding. Don't drink water for two weeks. <laughs> no, but yeah, look and you, good. And it, it, it'll work because you have a goal. It's not like you're just working out to like get fit. You have a goal. And once you have like that goal in your mind of I'm going to stun to this wedding, my ex is that. Stunt. Yeah. Um, he says, should I bring a date? Um, first of all, if you don't have a plus one, then absolutely not. Don't no, even think correct. about it. Um, but would you would you choose like a, a fill in date, someone that you're not actually dating, to just look look the part for you? I Some did arm this candy. Once. Yeah, I did this once, and I regret it. Ooh, 
Really? Yeah. I, so this was actually, I was actually going to my ex's wedding. Okay. We were friends. Like it was totally normal. Like I was, I was offered a plus one. I wasn't dating anyone at the time. But it made it very weird because I didn't know what to do. I was like, well, I don't want to go alone to my ex's wedding because that just feels weird. I also don't want to be the guy bringing a, a friend as my plus one because that's a bad look. Well, I was too young to understand that, like, I definitely should have just gone alone and just had a good time. But I was honestly nervous because I didn't know a lot of people that were going to be there. And so I brought somebody. I immediately regretted it because that's a time when I could have maybe mixed it up and met other people. Yeah. As it turned out, like, there was a guy at the wedding who was interested in my date. And I was like... They confronted me and they're like, hey, so we're on the streets that you're just here like with a friend. And I was like, yeah. I was like, do you want me to put in a good word? Like, what can I do for you? But then I ended up playing matchmaker all night. And I was like, this is a dumb wedding for me to do this at. And yeah, I just regretted everything. And they they were probably pissed off. They paid for an expensive yeah. meal for a friend of mine. And I just felt really scummy yeah. about the whole thing. Unless you're actually dating someone, don't don't bring just someone to look look good on your arm. This is Fair. this is the time. I think I think more than anything. I know he. It, I don't know if his budget's going to be allowed for this. But if there's ever a time to get like a well-fitting suit, it's now. Even if you have an old suit in your closet that you just need to go get retailored to fit your body, just go do that. Spend the money. Yeah, yeah. You gotta have you gotta have one tailored suit in the arsenal at all times. At least one. Uh, here's a power move. I think he sh- he should try out is go up and introduce yourself to the boyfriend. Ooh. Set set a tone. Let them know. Let them know that you're unbothered by them being there. Mm-hmm. You're the bigger man by approaching them first, and she's like, "Oh, mm-hmm. yeah." Okay. And call him like buddy or chief, or <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah hey, I, I I might not do that. That that sets a different kind of tone. His name's Dylan. Hey, uh, hey Dan, how are you? Oh, yeah. You don't you don't need to try to alpha the guy. No. But uh, just just let them know that you're unbothered unbothered by them being there, and you're confident, and you don't mind getting in there and saying hi. If you have a, if you have like any of your boys at this wedding too, they you, they need to know the situation that you're in, and they need yeah. to be gassing you up. Like they need to make sure that like they need to make you look cool, that you guys are just like having fun and laughing all night, because you don't want to look o- like you don't want her to look over and have you like looking over at her like bummed out. Like yeah. no, yeah. you have to act like yeah. she's just another person there. She is your ex. Yeah. She's with a new guy. Whatever. What if the other guy's just like an alpha? Uh, then you're in trouble. <laughs> I think you got to get. Like putting a good word with the groom too. Like, hey, if there's if you know of like the bridesmaids who are single on this trip, <laughs> like, just let me know. Uh, yeah, make some network ahead of this wedding. Also, don't drink too much. Yeah, don't be the drunk idiot. Don't drink t- if you're gonna drink too much. Just you're make sure pop you do off. it very late in the night. Yeah, don't do it early. Don't pregame this and then show up drunk because you're nervous about seeing your ex. That could just end way worse and make you look like you're just like some reeling idiot. Yeah, I think we well, well set. Ugh. I'm kind of I'm kind of jealous of this guy. Yeah, he's gonna have no, fun. It's, it's gonna be a good it weekend. It's gonna be fun. I'm kind of jealous of this guy. He's gonna he's gonna enjoy himself. Man, <laughs> dude, get some blue chew, my friend. <laughs> get some blue chew. Uh, Brett, do you ever think of your bonus question? I have two. Ooh, oh my goodness! If that is okay with y'all, yeah. perfect. It is now summer. But by the way, summer in Texas is very different than summer up north. Memorial Day weekend was always like our our opening weekend of summer. And down here, it's been summer for two months, in my opinion. Mm-hmm. Doesn't feel any different, does it? No. Uh, ski boat versus pontoon boat for a Saturday at the lake. Where are you going? If, say say money is, is not part of the equation. Oh, that's easy. Me ski, too. Ski it's boat. a ski boat. Yeah. But I feel like Will has a different answer. It, de- it depends. For me, it's like, are we, are we going out there to actually do activities? Or are we going out there to power drink? 
power drink. Because if I'm power drinking and we're just like chilling, I love a good pontoon boat situation. It's kind of like, you know how everyone congregates in the kitchen when you go to a party? Yeah. It's like that. Why can't you power a, drink on a, on a regular boat? Well, it just depends on the layout of the regular boat. Okay. Because like this just kind of like a pontoon boat feels like a small room where you can kind of walk around and mix it up and mingle. Whereas like a power boat, people kind of just get their, they just get their positions. Some people will sit in the front in like the little cubby yeah. up there. Some people are in the back. And sometimes those people don't really mix with each other. A pontoon okay. boat's more likely to have people, like, falling over and going into other places. Counterpoint, though. Uh, I've been on Lake Austin before many times. Um, they have a couple coves where people, party coves, you know, where people will drop anchor and even tie up together. Never in these huge long lines of boats tied up together do you see a pontoon boat, like, wedged in there. They don't get any respect in the in the cove. Ooh, ooh. none. Ooh, wow, none. I didn't think about this. They're, no they're, respect they're, in the cove. No, they're 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 solo. They're flying solo so, out there. They you got to just drop anchor by yourself and do. Which is that's fine. That's how I, I don't like to link up with big groups of strangers and, and listen to their EDM music. Oh, I hate it. You know, hate it. And mm-hmm. sh- and you know, shotgun beers. That's not my thing. I'm sh- I'll shotgun beers. <laughs> I, I'm just saying, um, it's it's you don't get the respect on the lake. I'm speaking of Lake Austin only. You know, but you don't get the respect as you do if you're, if you're rolling through there in a, an aeronautique or a mastercraft or something. You know, it's, I, it's fair. You, you're not on the cobalt. You're not. You're not front yeah. of mind, right? The reason I have like a, a soft you do have spot a soft for spot pontoon for pontoon boats. boats. It's because when you're in Michigan, you can't summertime northern Michigan. Yeah, you know, when when it's summertime in northern Michigan, well, there's like an inland lake system, and when you're just drifting along. It makes more sense to have a pontoon boat in those situations because you're just going very slow down this like waterway. And it's just much more, it's a lot easier to interact and have fun and enjoy the situation when you're just on something like that. I will say you're right. And and where the pontoon boat scores points with me, it's it's not going to win my, my 1v1 comparison. But you can cruise on a pontoon and hear other people talk, whereas a ski boat, it's it's zero or 100, really. Wow. Yeah. Yeah. And you, the, wind, too much, the wind and the boat kind of like tips back like that, so... That's that's the one. If you're doing activities, but you can still power drain ski boat. If you just want to cruise, I might take a pontoon boat. I see. I I will never buy a pontoon boat. I will never buy a boat, most likely. But if I had the money to just splash on a boat, I'm never going to buy a pontoon boat. Sure. I'm always going to buy a power boat. That's like ski boat or something like. Got that. the tower speakers. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Like, I will yeah. say I don't like necessarily like cigarette boats. No, no it's too much. That only have like two seats That's in them. That's the equivalent of someone who drives an F three fifty on like thirty eight inch tires. Yeah. yeah. I just don't I don't fuck with those. It's not man. it's not necessary. Sorry. It's just a look at me, I have money to blow on a stupid toy. You look like an idiot, basically. Now that being now let o- me ask you. Oakley's. That. The guy is he's wearing Oakley's too. Now, do you take a ski boat or two jet skis? Uh a ski boat, probably. Okay. Um, I probably have more fun on a jet ski, but it's you get more use out of a boat. You can take you know a group of people out. I think on that's it. fair. Yeah. I think that's fair. All right, mm-hmm. second question. Uh, this this is going back to a tweet of mine I had a couple months ago that uh, Barstool parlayed into best summer smells. Mm. You're walking around in summer and you catch a whiff of something. For me, it's boat gasoline. Ah. Uh, if you're at the marina and yeah. you catch a whiff of boat gas and you're like, oh, it's going down. With that that six dollars a gallon boat. Or lake lake gas, yeah, smells so good. It does smell so good. Yeah, that's a that's a great call. Um, another one is like after a, a rainstorm, you get like that muddy, mud, yeah. earthy rain ozone smell. Um, I went for a run yesterday. Okay, 
my neighborhood, and there's a little private school called Regents just down the street from me. That's a really nice football field. Yeah, and um, there there's a base they have a baseball field, and I decided to veer off and and go check out the baseball field. Mm-hmm. And I walked up. To, <laughs> of course you did. <laughs> of course, you true did. story. This happened. And I walked up to it, and the smell of like the grass, it brought me back to baseball. Oh yeah. It was so. Oh, yeah. It was. It was weird. I mean, you know how smells will bring you back to oh, it. Yeah, no doubt. Are you, you know ever how smells be doing it? You, you know ever, how smells be doing. You know, like a, <laughs> a snack bar at a you know a sporting event or, or a little league field where you lean in and you kind of smell the fryers, you smell like the oh, hot dogs, you smell the chips, charcoal grill, man. Yeah. Someone yep. firing up a charcoal grill and you get a whiff of that, oh. it's just like you're breaking my neck trying to figure out what the man. Deal if is. it's like a, a a cool spring night. And you're just you know walking through the neighborhood or something, and you you catch that it's 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 a game changer. Mm-hmm. It makes me happy. Mm-hmm. Any like uh, Barstool Barstool has here? They have flowers. They have the ocean. Bonfires up there for me. Bonfires there, but that's bonfires, not a summer thing though. Oh oh yeah. Not oh here. Well, for, up, for up us, north, yeah. yeah. Not here. Yeah, but the bonfire is also like it smells good immediately. But then once you're sitting there and you can't escape the smoke just blowing onto you and just ruining your clothes for the night, it's like. Yeah. All right, I'm kind of over this fucking bonfire smell, huh? It's always blowing at you, too, no matter where you sit. I love a good fire, <laughs> Yeah, man. we did a social distance, like, uh, uh, cookout thing with Drew and Lily. Uh, sure. Probably six or seven weeks into quarantine. And, like, I we were trying to distance from each other, but I kept on, like, getting smoked by the smoke. I was just like, I, I, I have to go closer to you right now. This is not fun for anybody <laughs> over here. Smoking you out. Yeah, no, I finally I was just like, all right, we got to get out of here. You know what, you have stinks. to say white rabbit, white rabbit, white rabbit. Is that is that what works? Yeah, I've, I've heard that. Have you guys um, heard the th- Have you guys heard the the theory with uh, bug bites? Uh uh-uh. uh Someone told me as a little kid that if you have a bug bite, you take your fingernail and you press oh. it in and make an X on it. Yes. And it'll stop it from itching. What I have heard that did it the other day, and I don't know if this was just like the mental effect is it of it. Placebo effect. Yeah, it it has to be a placebo effect, but it worked. Huh. I was like, oh, this bug bite on my wrist doesn't doesn't itch anymore. I've heard the one where a, a mosquito lands on you and you flex. And it pops them. See, I, I've tried that in my life a million times, and I've never, never gotten it. <laughs> one one kid, you know how you tell stories when you're like a little kid about how sick your dad is and stuff. Oh yeah, yeah. One of my buddies at, back in the day, he said that his dad was so strong that when a bee would sting him, he would flex his arm and just pop the uh, the uh, <laughs> the, th- the thing out. I was that's, like, dude, that's swag. So full of shit. But dude, for the next ten years, I looked, I looked at his dad like shit guy's an alpha yeah and then i realized like wait he's still kind of alpha but like not in that way <laughs> hey before we go um we can people on this podcast will know about happy hour lives right oh yeah There's some crossover oh, yeah. uh our friend michael who did the chicken sandwich mm-hmm. has mm-hmm. issued a notes statement good oh, good good for him good for him he says for immediate release thursday may 28th 2020 from indianapolis indiana as a result of the shameful judging efforts by the Wash Media crew, wow. in parentheses, but not you, Mike Gola Jr., you were a chicken sandwich advocate. In the Wash Media Happy Hour Air Fryer Challenge yesterday, Michael Hollowell, at MD Hollow, add me on the drum, issued the following statement. I'll be back. <laughs> Can I, get, I, I think I need a little respect put on my name because I repped that chicken sandwich hard last night I said that it was not from Popeye's and I, the first thing I said to you guys when I walked in the studio this morning was that I fucked up and I should have voted for this damn chicken sandwich yeah you did say that and like I'm just gonna he's getting that quote Michael tweet. look you had nothing to be ashamed, ashamed about man that, that is a winning dish if I've ever seen one you just you were up against uh, you know 96 Jordan here that's what, that's what happened 
Sorry, man. I I don't know what to say. I'm I'm the I'm just the host. I can't I can't you know put my opinion either way. But I think Michael I think Michael has an argument. I think he does. That thing looked fantastic. It really did. And it sounds like the work he put into it on the back end. I mean, not that the fish tacos didn't or shrimp tacos with the hollowed out pineapples. That's not easy to do, knowing from experience. Yeah, that's what really took it to the next level. I think. He just got the quote tweet from me. Wow, big time. All right, guys. Well, that that'll do her. Did you have fun? Always, dude. Blast. Always. I had fun as well. Blast. Uh, the hotline number once again is eight 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 three six two six two four five. You can also write in at Malin Podcast on Twitter. Well, there's a link in the bio. I should say. <laughs> you can't actually you do it. That. You can't do it through Twitter. Yeah. Uh, all right, guys. Talk to you next week. Goodbye.